0: This is the Spotlight on Grace Podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burr Bolton, and Pastor Tanya's here hosting. Yes, I am. Hello, and, everybody. And Tanya, this is season three, episode three. Yeah. Three and three. Yeah, that's right. It's good. So, and we're talking about some little workshops that happened during launch retreat, right? We are.
1: It was a great time. I think we got lots of good feedback, and we're excited that Pastor Ray's here today. He presented a breakout session on digital dilemmas, and um, so he there were probably about 15 or 18 people, I think, in the yeah. workshop. So we didn't all get to get in there, but we want everybody to hear what you had to say. Sure. And uh, I think it was a breakthrough because Tiff helped you present, right? She did. So uh, I wish she could yeah. have been here today, but we weren't able to work around that.
2: We, she can do her own. Okay, yeah,
1: we'll plan on that. Burr has <laughs> some plans for the pastors' spouses. Okay, so she's working on that.
2: Yeah, awesome. I'm
1: not going to be a part of that. I'm just going to stay out of it. But we're, thanks for coming to share. Sure. And uh, it sounded like you guys had a great talk at the workshop, and we're going to dig in in just a minute. Yeah, good. We did. Good. Anything yep. else you want to tell us about uh, student ministries for the fall? These will be releasing in the next little bit. So yeah,
2: um, no, just just uh, backyard bonfire. Uh, coming up October twenty third. Yeah. So, and as of now, it's at the baggot's house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, if it changes venues or whatever, there'll be more information. Right. Uh, launched about that. So. Stay yeah.
1: plugged into all the social media.
2: Oh yeah. Venues. Stay plugged and... in to that.
1: Good. Awesome. Well, do you want to yeah. just get us going?
2: Yeah, I can. Uh, so uh, obviously, we know that that uh, our world. Has uh, evolved tremendously with screens, and so that's that's kind of what this is about. Um, if you don't know uh, the cell phone, the, the iPhone in particular is uh, now classified as the number one invention of all time. Wow! Over cars, over electricity, <clears throat> over duct tape. Like, over duct tape, I get, now, you know, we're not talking practical stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, yeah, I think duct tape will still go, go up there, or the <laughs> foldable chairs that you take to a, a ball game. Very uh, important. Yes, yes. But, uh, so, it's, it's super important that we talk about these things, and just as I told the people that were in this workshop, uh, I, I don't have all the answers. Uh, my house is definitely not an example of everything that we talked about. Uh, so we're still growing we're still learning on like things that we should do, uh, steps that we should take. Uh, so don't think by me saying all of this, that I have it all together with technology. Uh, I, I do have some good guidelines and our family's trying to go, uh, by those dot guidelines. So what, basically what I covered in, uh, the breakout was, uh, four different things. And, uh, those things are current stats, uh, struggles, how to honor Christ through our screens. Believe it or not, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and how to equip uh, parents or grandparents. I love it that in uh, breakout we we had some folks who don't have teenage kids, mm-hmm. um, and they don't—they're not the age to have teenage kids. So they they showed some some interest in. Uh, this, and I was excited about that. Um, so you just want me to go right into like stats and stuff, or do y'all have questions? How How do you want to?
1: I'm. I'd say jump in, and then we okay. may um come up with questions along sure. the way. Sure. Yep. Yeah.
2: So, uh, and I'll try to go through this. is pretty quick. Um, it's, it's some of it is just like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> uh, so as of 2021, and so this is post 2020. Um, I, I'll talk about. Uh, screen time, uh, for now, and uh, just got a text that's hilarious. Sorry, uh, I'll just talk about screen time for now, and uh, screen time obviously. So this is, this is this survey. For some reason, the people that I use uh, to do this research is called Quistidio, um, and I can, uh, I can put a link to Questidio in the notes to this podcast and you can look at it because it also is a great way to equip you. Um, it's got filters and things that you can set for. We'll talk about that a little bit down. But all these stats came from that. So the average screen time uh, for an 8- to 12-year-old, so we're talking preteen, 8- uh, to 12-year-old, is six hours of multitasking time per day. So multitasking time, if you're like, what's that? Well, BJ, first of all, would say that that's not a thing. Uh, but... Uh, if you're talking task on your cell phone, I would say it is because you can slide up, hide, hide a screen, hide, you know an app, work on Google, whatever. Um, slide up, you know, move on to to uh, email and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. So six hours of multitasking time per day for eight to twelve year olds. Hmm. Um, that number obviously goes up for thirteen to eighteen year olds to nine hours per day. So if you do the math. Uh, they, you know, I don't know what the officially suggested time that we, uh, should allow ourselves to rest per day to sleep. Uh, but last I checked is like seven to eight hours. Um, they're at school seven to eight hours. And then if they've got nine hours of, (laughs) of, uh, you Uh know, screen time, we're talking, there's more hours that we're, uh, doing something, uh, than there are in a day. Yeah. Uh, so that that was pretty eye-opening. Uh, top video apps, um, the, in the research I found, uh, the number one video app is YouTube. Uh, the average, uh, and th- these are based off of 4 to 15-year-olds. Okay. So this even goes down a little bit younger and stops a little bit younger too. Um, 61 minutes a day for the average, and that's average. So, you know, you may say, well, my child doesn't do that. Well, somebody else takes up for your child and Mm -hmm. spends that much more time. Um, Well,
1: lots of people use um, like YouTube for like in place of having cable these days too, right? I mean, that's their TV time, I guess you'd say. So not to say that's good or bad or ugly, but things have changed.
2: I think you'll see um, two in the the next two. These are, I'm just going to give you the top three. Mm -hmm. So the next one is Netflix and that falls in the same category where, yes, if you think you're, you, you know, you remember the days where you sat at uh, sat at home with your family and watched Cheers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, these people, not, they're not probably not watching Cheers, but uh, it's kind of the same thing. Sitting around as a family watching, um, you know, a, a movie or a TV show or whatever. Um, and so, forty nine minutes a day was Netflix, and then coming in at number three was Disney Plus, which I was kind of excited about that. Not that everything on Disney Plus is great, but yeah. um, it was forty eight minutes a day.
1: I'm actually impressed that those numbers are as low as they are. Yeah. Honestly, I would have thought they would have all been higher across the board. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: but well, I mean, can they be if the sc- <clears throat> if the screen time is so much high? I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I guess I'm unless that's part of their screen it? time, I guess I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, that's
2: well, and <laughs> then so so we haven't even talked about social media.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so social media apps now these are they're ranked number three in downloads. So remember that. Yeah. So these are ranked as far as this this app has been downloaded the most. The number one app downloaded from four to fifteen year olds is TikTok.
1: Hmm.
2: No surprise, really. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting to me that TikTok made um, they made basically they rebranded. It was something called Musically in like twenty eighteen. And they rebranded to TikTok, and it took off, and is literally the the same thing. Um, so, yeah, that that was pretty interesting to me. Second app, and this is why I am telling you that it's downloads. Second app for four to fifteen year olds is Facebook.
1: <laughs> and why does that surprise you? That's interesting. Just
2: because face-
1: <laughs> Facebook is Facebook for old pe- people yeah. like
2: me. Like it's you know, I mean, and, and I can remember. Uh, Probably ten years ago, I had some students in my ministry uh, that had my, they had MySpace. So let's go even further away. Yeah, uh, MySpace more like fifteen years ago, and MySpace was a social media app. It's kind of the the first kind of big you know social media app where people are um, you know creating uh, communicating digitally instead of, like, hanging out together as friends. They're friends on this social media app. You could even have your own song. But anyway, I remember that uh, I got on MySpace and one of my students saying, well, there's this new app called Facebook, and that's where all the young people are going. And so now it's kind of like, okay, it's so weird. But anyway, that's just weird to me, and I think uh, the the research I'd done found that the reason this is probably the second most downloaded loaded app is because of, like, Projects that kids may be having to do in school mm-hmm. and stuff, and may have to download Facebook and get information on their family or, yeah. or, or what. So,
1: I think lots of people have it downloaded too, even if they don't use it.
2: Yeah.
1: Sure. Um. So I think that plays into the numbers. Like everybody has it, even if you don't access right. it a lot or use
0: right. it or whatever. Like I have Snapchat, but. I don't even really know how well, to use it. Well, <laughs> speaking of Snapchat, uh, that's the number three.
2: Mm-hmm. Snapchat is the number three most downloaded app. And I went forward for this one just because I feel like Instagram is something that uh, we as adults are using a lot more now than we did five mm-hmm. years ago. Um, but but the, a lot of students are, are still on. And uh, so it comes in at number four. So, time for these, they'd obviously be ranked different. Um, TikTok is 99 minutes a day. And so, something that, you know, that sounds, well, that's pretty close to YouTube. But what you have to think about on TikTok is it is 15-second videos Mm -hmm. or one-minute videos. I think there are some three-minute videos. And so, you have to think about 99 minutes of 15-second videos. Which is a lot of content that's coming in, yeah. um, rapid to,
1: fire sort of yes, like just to, our, bam, bam. to
2: our brains, and uh, so so that was that. Facebook is ten minutes, so that I think that shows you yeah. kind of what what what's going on there. Snapchat eighty four minutes, uh, Instagram thirty nine minutes. So those those stats were pretty um, eye opening to me, honestly, because they were lower than I thought they would be. <laughs> yeah um
1: remind us of um what you told us when we were actually at the conference um back in april you and jeff and i went to a conference and you were saying how like regionally across yes the united states in particular things are different what was that kind of fun fact that you found interesting
2: yeah so regionally um you you might find that you know the social media is not even a thing in some areas and the reason being and and even that screen time is dr- drastically lower say uh, 1 hour or 30 minutes even in some places and that's because the internet access is not available <laughs> <laughs> in certain places in the US and that that's just
1: it seems foreign yeah cuz we feel we feel pretty rural even though we're in a growing small town you know but you <laughs> think well if we have access to all this stuff everybody must in the right. whole country but
2: right not yeah. not so yeah, and I was like, "What? People <laughs> people still have the AOL where it makes the weird noise where it, you know <laughs> when it loads up or whatever." Uh-huh. Um, but I guess so. Uh I did a little bit on gaming. I don't want to spend a lot of time on gaming, not hating on gaming, but um so Roblox is from 4 to 15 year f- f- 4 to 15 year olds uh is number 1 for gaming. 180 minutes a day. 180 minutes a day so roblox is a game where and and my seven-year-old plays it all the time on on my device or on his ipad they go around and they can get in a car and drive it around or they can build something or they can and uh i'll talk a little bit more about roblox later uh minecraft is number two i think five years ago minecraft would have been number one but things are uh more more things are uh, evolving and then crash royale uh, is number three, and I don't know much about that game at all. So, uh, those those are the gaming, and uh, so that's that's kind of the 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 stats for social media or screen screen digital dilemma kind of things. Yeah. Um, struggles. Now, this is one where we could we could read books for days, we could listen to podcasts for days, and just find of stuff, which I, I did a lot of that and, and getting putting this together. Uh, but the number one thing I, I found that I feel like is, is the reason that screen time is a struggle um, is because it has influence. Yeah. So, obviously, it gets our attention. And then, obviously, you've seen that we've put nine hours a day into it. And so... A little, little uh, math problem. Attention plus time equals influence. Mm-hmm. And so they they have influence on us, and we have to think about what do we want to influence our kids. How, how Are we talking to our kids nine hours a day? Mm-hmm. Are we influencing our kids nine hours a day? I, I, I'm not. Um, honestly, that don't sound very fun. <laughs> to sit and talk to my kid for for, for nine hours a day. Uh, we also have to think about how we can be creative in spending more time with our kids, yeah. and that may be playing a game on a device. Absolutely. Um, that that would be a, a way that we could kind of go to where they are and, spe- and spend time with them. Um, a lot of the things that have influence on us, like I'm, let's, let's think about TikTok. Um, TikTok is an app that, uh, something something else that, that makes, let me, let, well, I, let me just stop right there. I'll get to that in a minute. Cause that's, that's in one of my points. Uh, but TikTok has a page called for you. So you click on the for you page. If, if you're listening to this and you want to know what your kid's looking at on TikTok, just pick up their phone, go to the for you page and you'll clearly see it's what they've clicked on, what they've liked, um, it's not set up for you as as parents to look at. Yeah. Uh, it's set up. It's tailored for them. Uh, just tailored for us. And, and everything I'm talking about, we as adults are just as guilty. I guess is the word of of looking at uh, you know screen time and and that kind of thing. I've, our stats would probably be very similar um, to a kid's. Um, but if you want to know what what they're looking at, look at their you know. at at their for you page on tiktok um have you ever uh, thought about let's say think about getting a new pair of shoes let's just use that because shoes are something that i really enjoy and uh let's say you know i think I'd, i'd like to have a new pair of own clouds which is the shoes that a lot of adults wear and they're they're super comfy evidently and and uh you know, you think about it, you might have searched a time or two on your phone and then you're scrolling through your Facebook, you're scrolling through your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever, and all these ads start coming up for own clouds. Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally because that your phone is is listening to you. Now don't l- let, let me clarify that. It's listening to you through your fingertips. Yep. Mainly. Mm-hmm. It is listening to you uh, audibly because I could right now say, hey, Siri, and my phone would, would go off. Uh, so it's, it's, it's listening to me. Uh, the, joke, the joke is one of the uh, podcasts I listen to is that Siri is listening, Alexa is listening, and the CIA is listening. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the case. Uh, but it is uh, Internet is not unbiased. So it, it is based off of where you are. I could I could literally say, uh, not to get anything political on here, but I could literally say, uh, hey, Siri, what is climate change? And it would give me a different answer in Tennessee than it would in California. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's she's answering. On. I don't yeah. know if our yeah. yeah. listeners can on. hear it, but she's It answering. would literally give me a different answer Um I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> in Tennessee, than it would in California, mm-hmm. or in Tennessee, than it would even Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically tailored off of where you are. Uh, so, so that's that's interesting. Um, second reason is that they're addictive, and why why are they so addictive? And so one 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 study I looked at compared them uh, smart devices to slot machines. So if you think about slot machine. Um, I don't, I've never, I've not been to a, uh, what do you call A casino, a whole lot. I mean, I'm not going to say I've never been to a casino, but you you pull down the lever. And I don't know if you've ever tried to refresh your phone, but you pull down your, you know, you Mm -hmm. pull it down to refresh. And so it's just, and if you pull it down and refresh it, it's going to give you more information than you had the last time. And so that's one thing that makes them, uh so adi- so addictive uh TikTok and this is uh, this is reflected in the screen time that these things are used TikTok um is never ending there's no end to the scrolling where i don't know if you've been on um a cert- certain apps or if you google something um there will it will come to a place where there's no more results mm-hmm. Where TikTok is, there's there's always you could literally scroll TikTok for the rest of your life. And doesn't
1: um, even like Instagram say you're all caught up now, yes, or something like that.
2: Yes, Instagram will do that. Uh, TikTok has has a feature that does that now that says you've viewed all the videos. Um, however, on the for you page, it's it's a continual scroll. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've noticed it, but when you watch Netflix documentaries or Netflix series or or uh, even YouTube now, uh, there's the feature of autoplay where you're watching it and it's at the end of the episode and you see the little circle scrolling in the top corner um, of, Hey, next episode's coming up. And that is tailored for us. So we don't have to even think about clicking something to watch the next episode. It's just constantly pouring into us.
1: I thought it meant you had 15 seconds to run to the bathroom. That's what I thought it meant. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure. Uh,
2: so that is and I'm not, I'm not blaming any of these companies, but just the I, it's just the yeah. facts of it's, it's there, so it's more convenient for us to continue watching,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which attributes to more to more screen time. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and TV shows are even um, written now, like you know, if you go back and you watch an old show and you you see the timeline of things happening or whatever, but you see now that shows are, are created to binge. To be one continuous yes. story mm-hmm. yes. versus the way sitcoms were, you right. know, when we mm-hmm. were younger. So that even that's not, and that's not good or bad. It's just you realize, oh, they've they've um, assimilated into what the technology is doing, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we as humans want to be known. We want to be seen. Yeah. We want to be heard, and so those are examples of of reasons why these. These devices are addictive. I can give you an example. Tiff and I were talking um, as we were headed over to the retreat uh, just about how, you know, you look on social media and everything is – you don't see any, like, ugly pictures. And she said, "Do you remember the post you made when Carson finished college this year about how college was a struggle for Carson and how it just wasn't great and she – she didn't do great in all her classes and I was like yeah she was like we don't ever see things like that on mm-hmm. on social media and I says well we we don't necessarily want people to know those things yeah. we want people as human you know as humans it's our nature to want people to think that our life is beautiful mm-hmm. that it's just a constant uh um, beautiful painting uh, of the beach and, and, you know, we see pictures of the beach on Instagram, but we don't see pictures of people's desk at their workplace. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I think that's just because we want to be known. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. And in that there's a little bit of, we want to be, uh, attractive. Like we want it, our life to look attractive and like, it's, man, I wish I could be like that. Um, and so I, I looked at, uh, the Bible a little bit in this, and Psalm 139 uh, came up, and and it's it's about being known, and we want to be known, but we would much rather be known by the world than by the one who made it. Um, and, and we that's a, that's a whole different sermon, uh. But we we want to be known by the people that look at our social media. Uh, we took Carson to a. Carson, two or three years ago, she begged me to take her to a Vanderbilt football game. I was like, okay, we'll go. Well, we get there and she, you know, she sends a pic, she posts a picture of the stadium and, you know, first quarter she's ready to go. And I realized that a lot of our kids nowadays, it's just a, like, I, I really think that she wanted to go to that game to prove that she was at that game and she didn't care about the outcome. Yeah. She just wanted people to see that she was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's that's part of it. Uh, the, next, the next one is a social aspect. Uh, that's a struggle and the social aspect in our children and, and and teenagers is is absent. We're the most social or they are the most social non-social generation ever. Yeah. They've got thousands of friends.
1: Air, thousands. Air quotes, right? <laughs> yes,
2: thousands of friends that they will probably never talk to face to face. Thousands, and I can remember growing up. I, I was lucky if I had twelve friends. Yeah, but it, all of those friends I could could call on. I could talk to. Uh, I could have a conversation face to face with, and the the social media is kind of just doing a, doing away with that, and allowing people to not. You know, it's, it's, let's, let's be honest. It's a lot easier for us to, to say something to somebody, um, on a screen than it is face to face. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's just awkward, uh, or there's conflict or, or whatever. Um, we see our, our kids and our students using devices under the dining room table, um, during worship, uh, while they're using the bathroom, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that that happen. Uh, it creates a disconnect in face-to-face conversation. Hopefully, the using the bathroom don't don't uh, create that disconnect. But um, if we sit down and eat a, a a meal, we're scrolling. Like it's you know, we got a fork in one hand and and I gave Tiff a hard time. We went to New York recently. Took Carson for her. Uh, senior trip, and I said, "Your phone eats before you do," and she said, "What do you mean?" I I said, "You take a picture of every every meal, like you know, you you <laughs> take a, you take the picture and like so, because we were in New York and then yeah. some of it yeah. was fancy food or whatever," sure. and uh, so uh, if you're building if if our students are and if if we're building relationships through our devices, uh, there'll be less emotion just because we have kind of less responsibility with what goes on in that conversation. Um yeah online bullying i mean that's that's a thing because it's so much easier to tell somebody that they're ugly or that they need to lose weight or they need to eat more or whatever when we're we don't have to 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 have an immediate response to what they would say back to that right uh, we have time to process it we have time to think to think about it um yeah, I think of um Screen time like like an endless, uh, at, at the retreat I used it, like the the salad at Olive Garden. I don't know if you've been to Olive Garden, but they have a delicious salad mm-hmm. that they bring out, and they put cheese on it, and if you're me, they put extra cheese on it, and it's pretty much bottomless, mm-hmm. and so if if we have that bottomless supply of salad, we're going to eat, like eat the salad and eat the salad and eat salad until the main dish comes. And w- social media is the same way. Yeah. Uh, we're going to consume as much as we're provided. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to continue to consume that. Uh, so I like to compare uh, that to that. So number three, and tell me if I'm moving too far. I'm trying to move on so this doesn't great. take forever. So. No, you're um, how to honor Christ through our screens. Um, I hate to say this, but this one is probably the most difficult one, um, just because people aren't going to be as attentive to how we honor Christ through our screens. We can post a pic- a beautiful picture of a sunset, and say, and, and relate, you know, put a psalm on there with that, and and people are going to scroll past that before they'll scroll scroll past something that is dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I like to look at uh, Colossians three and it says since you have been raised with Christ set your hands on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God set your mind on things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God when Christ who is your life appears then you will also appear with him in glory it says put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is adultery Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways, in the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. So, ways to honor Christ by using, uh, like, a Colossians 3 mindset is... To seek the things above, when you when you use your device, um, think about is is what I'm about to say, or how I'm about to reply. It is that honoring Christ. Is that is that something that He would be um, proud of? Is that something that He designed me to 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 do? Um, so set your things. Uh, set the things. Seek the things above. Sorry, um, the next thing is to set our minds. So we've been taught this. I think, uh, as as I remember being taught this as a teenager, is to prepare yourself for a time when it might be tempting to do something you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So set your set your minds. Say, I'm not gonna post this. Yeah. Or set your minds might be setting a time limit. And say I'm not going to spend more time than this on Snapchat today or yeah. Facebook or or whatever. Um, so just go ahead and make a decision that you're gonna, you know, not not dishonor Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that spending nine hours a day on your phone is not. You I mean you could very easily be doing a Bible study, I guess. Yeah. Um, the next thing is put to death the things of earth. So. As it says in in Colossians three, put those things to death. Unfortunately, we we can't kill. We're not going to kill social media. No, um, we're not. We're not going to do that. Um,
1: I think we can work to <coughs> redeem it though within yes. our sphere of influence. Again, sure. we're not going to fix it all, but we can right. let our little piece be representative of who we are and.
0: Who Christ is. For but sure. That's- and I don't, I mean, I honestly don't think it's wise if all the Christians left social media. No. Because it is our modern day marketplace and Christians should be in the marketplace. But mm-hmm. you should be acting as a Christian in yeah. the marketplace. Right. Um, real quick before you go on, Ray, I did hear somebody talking about this the other day. I think it might have been the radio or podcast or something. And it was a teenager and she was asking this person who had a, quite a bit of big following on social media was saying, how do I get more followers? I only have like 300 followers. And the response was, well, if we're truly living like Christ, which is to serve other people and not ourselves, 300 is more people than you could even serve in your lifetime. Hmm. And I thought, not that we shouldn't necessarily, we should be sad if we have a lot of followers, you know, or get rid of them. But it's just realistically, we can't, serve the number of followers we even currently have. And if you have a thousand followers, you have you're headed towards a mega church. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you're viewing it in that you are, you know, right. proclaiming the good news. If that is your job as a Christian, then, you know, when you think of it in that terms, it kind of reframes, yeah. you know, for that, sure. You know, how many followers you have yeah. or whatever. So. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh and there are, there is tons of information that you could <laughs> That you could go look at that can talk about how like how many thoughts should actually go into your head a day and then how many because of screens, how many thoughts are actually going right. into your like and we don't have time to to talk about that we got I, mean, I guess we could do another podcast mm-hmm. on that, but um the fourth thing and and one of the most important things I feel like that we talked about was how to equip. Mm-hmm. how to equip ourselves how to equip parents how to equip grandparents how to equip our students um and <clears throat> one of the number one the like my favorite things about uh equipping is to set up screen free zones so what what does that look like uh it could look like hey there's no screens available you you're not allowed to bring your screen to the dinner table mm-hmm. you're not a, you know that's a great time for you to charge your phone go put your phone on the charger we're not going to have our screens. If you don't have your screen, you can't get on your screen. Um, <clears throat> as I was presenting this, somebody uh, in the breakout said that. Well, me and my family have decided that we're leaving our phones in our cars for church. I said that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that's, uh, you know, not saying that everybody should do that, right? Um, but that that works well for them, and and uh, so that that was kind of refreshing to hear. Uh, there are some. There's at least one place that I think screens should not be it's also one of the hardest places for me to not take a screen and that's in the bathroom <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> it's it's it, it's just you know it it's easy to scroll while you're uh, in the bathroom and I don't want to talk a lot about this because I say <laughs> something I don't need to say probably but but <clears throat> you should not take a a screen in a bathroom. Uh, a lot of what our teenagers are doing with screens uh, are are associated with pictures, mm-hmm. and not saying that they're inappropriate pictures, but it's literally like our our student, our kids, my my children, are they have this thing on Snapchat called streaks. Well, they're they may have a six hundred day streak with someone, and you say, well, what does that mean? Well, it means that they have messaged this person for six hundred days in a row. About what? Well, it's a lot of times it's a picture mm-hmm. with the S written on it. Well, what if the students using the restroom and they take a picture, not even thinking about what's not not that they don't have any, you know, harm intended in the way no. they're taking this picture mm-hmm. and, you know, they wind up sending some stuff that they don't need to. This this stuff happens. Like there's a lot this, of.
1: This happened to me on vacation this <laughs> summer.
2: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> Not even in the bathroom. So we were in Maryland, and we had gone to this day in a, in a park where we had gone crabbing and clamming. And so we were doing the, the stuff with the crabs, you know. And so I'm excited. This is a new experience. And so I'm just taking the pictures. Well, Tracy's like squatted down in these. Holding up the crab he's just caught, you know. So I've got a picture. I'm looking at Tracy and the crab. Tracy comes home. He posts the pictures on Facebook from vacation. And a day or so later, I get a text from a friend that says, um, "I've been on a Facebook break, and I literally opened up my Facebook, and there are your vacation pictures. And I see Tracy with some with some man's gluteal fold in the background. <laughs> I didn't even know what a gluteal fold was." <laughs> But there it was in the background of our pictures, you know, something not flattering. and And I hadn't even noticed it at all. And so we also, we got a couple of comments about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So even, even in public, you got to be careful of what the background is of what you're taking. So in a bathroom that, I mean, that could be scary, silly to the point of dangerous. Right. You know, I mean, anything's possible.
2: Right. So So, you never know. Yeah. Screen free zones, bathroom. Um, A lot of people say bedroom. Should be a screen-free zone. So put your phone on the charger before you go in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that would be a tough one for me also because yeah. I look at my phone before I go to sleep.
0: And for a uh, lot of people, that's their house phone now. Yeah. You know, so if you, yeah. there were an emergency in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, yeah. you know, like I get it, you yeah. know. But
2: well, and I think, too, you know, that that would be more of a <laughs> – because David Baker, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> he he said uh, in ours, he's like, I'm – I have to have my phone in the bathroom. Okay, all right, David. Uh, and then when I said bedroom, he was like that too. And I was like, well, I think these are more applicable to teenagers. Um, teenage depression has risen thirty-seven uh, percent since the since the the digital device has made this huge, uh, you know, yep. uprising and. If you think about it, that's one in four people uh, that have experienced depression, sometimes suicide, yeah, um, and they're attributing that to uh, devices, and that's uh, I believe that because well,
0: one of the recommendations <laughs> if you're struggling with depression and anxiety is to limit your screen screen time. So, what does yeah. that tell you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know.
2: it's it has a lot to do with with which I don't know, I don't have all answers to this, but what you're seeing on screen time is not real. Mm-hmm. You're living a real life. It makes you feel
0: like less than, less yeah. than or
2: you're not or, worthy yeah. or, or, or whatever. A lot of it is literally related to the color of your screen, mm-hmm. blue. Like that is a, you know, you're constantly looking at your screen. You go to bed looking at your screen. You fall asleep looking at your screen. You wake up, look at your screen. Um, and... That time, literally, like scientifically, somehow, mm-hmm. the 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 amount of time you're looking at your screen uh, can cause you to be depressed. And let's face it, lack of sleep mm. will also yeah. Nina lead,
1: was telling us at the yeah. retreat that that was a leading cause of yeah it will lead
2: issues. to um, depression. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, <coughs> setting screen free zones, and those zo- those zones might vary. You might say you can have your screen in the living room during the week, but on the weekend, let's not have our screens in the living room because we're if we're in the living room on the weekends we're gonna be watching a, yeah. a show together or we're gonna be playing a game or we're gonna you know so i and think have
1: you guys noticed like i when we tell our kids all right no phones you know because we're sitting around playing a game or whatever like the conversation comes absolutely alive,
0: oh yeah you know and it just because changes you're not, everything for cause, them because i noticed this with myself we'll be driving down the road i'll be texting or, or reading an article mm-hmm. or reading a book even yeah and BJ's talking to me. Well, we're not physically made to be in two conversations at yeah. once. So right. I'm not really paying attention to what he's telling me. Mm-hmm. If I'm busy texting three other people, yeah. which I should not be texting three <laughs> people at one time either, but you yeah. know, like it makes yeah. sense. It right. makes complete
2: sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's saying, well, you can't be on your phone is different than saying this is a current screen free zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's it truly is addictive, yeah. And it's tempting to pick up your phone and scroll, and you're telling yourself that you're still listening for things that you need to hear, um, that conversation with your family or your son saying, "Hey, that daddy watch this or uh, look at what I built or or whatever." But at the same time, like you said, Burr, you're also giving probably the majority of your attention to your screen. Yeah, uh, you're not really listening to what's going on in the room. So
0: much of conversation, <laughs> like eighty percent of it, is nonverbal, anyways. Mm-hmm. So if my, if I'm looking at my phone, there's no way I can pick up on the eighty percent of the conversation, which is nonverbal. Yeah, because I can't see your face. Yeah, I can't see your body language.
2: Um, the next thing for to to equip is screen time. Uh, set up some kind of screen time limits uh, on your child's device. Uh, depending on what ty- type of device, like Apple has that built in. Mm-hmm. So you can literally set up, uh, you, you're allowed two hours today on your mm-hmm. device, period. And then you can go and even break that down further, this much time on social media, this much time on um, like YouTube, and this much time on messages, and this much time on even on the phone. You can block numbers. Yeah. Uh, you can block certain content. That's, that's a, a new thing that apple is offering that i just learned about this weekend is it will intercept inappropriate um, language mm-hmm. so to say and you can set it up to notify you as a parent um, that this has come across um,
0: you can set time like bedtimes too like yes. oh after eight o'clock the phone goes yes away you know like whether they put it away or not it doesn't matter cause yeah it and so it's off the mm-hmm.
2: cool thing about that is is uh, i do that with my honestly with carson's in college mm-hmm. and we still have screen time on her mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you're like some you you may be if you're listening to this podcast you may be thinking well what what happens if we have we need our Child in the middle of the night, and that, yeah, they're in a different bedroom. But something's happened to me. I can't get out of bed. I got a call. You you can allow certain numbers mm-hmm. to contact that phone twenty four seven, no matter if the screen time is yeah. shut off or or, or whatever. So uh, that's screen setup. Screen times. Um, this one is similar to that, and it's content blocker. And this Questio is like I said in the beginning, and I, I can put a link to that in the in the notes to this podcast. And it literally has all kinds of stuff that you can set up. I mean, you could even set it up for your entire home Wi-Fi. Mm. That everybody, if, if they log into your Wi-Fi, this these filters apply to them, yeah. uh, and they'll be notified. A lot of this sounds um, legalistic, in a sense. Uh, a lot of uh, there's one lady that presented a breakout at the D6 conference that has an 18-year-old daughter who who does not have a cell phone. And man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and you're like, "What, uh, you know, what would that look like? Could I could I not could my child not have a cell phone and it's not my place to suggest that?" However, I do think a cell phone is a great place for you to build trust with your kid. Yeah. Um trust well,
0: VJ and my philosophy on parenting our kids with everything is while we have influence, yeah, we want you to almost be exposed to a lot of different things mm-hmm. so we can teach you how to use them appropriately and wisely. Right. Now that's money, that's automobiles, that's cell phones, that's media, that's everything, you know. So, I mean, I don't expect that she's going to turn 18 and suddenly some switch is going to flip and she's Mm -hmm. suddenly going to know how to manage all these things we might've kept her from. So I'm, we're trying as parents to teach our teenager and then Emily, that'll come right in behind her, um, how to wisely use these things before she is in complete control of it herself. And that's just, and I'm not saying that's the only way I'm just saying that's the way that we do
2: it. Let's face it. They're not going away. They're not, you know, yeah. and and there are some incredible tools yeah. on cell phones. You can do budgets. You can look at your checking account. Um,
0: there's Bible. Bo- I mean, there's, there's Bible, Bible
2: studies. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, I'm still I still link up with Derek Whitten on U and read what he's like talking about on Sunday or whatever mm-hmm. through through a U Version app. Uh, you can This
0: podcast is probably being <laughs> streamed through there. a
2: digital device, which would count in those categories right. that we just talked about, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, they, they are great instruments, uh, but so are other tools that we use in the world and that can be used to accomplish a great task, but can also be used to completely sure. destroy something. Yeah. And so if we use them in the correct way, they, they are monumental. Yeah, uh, but they can be—they um, can destroy. Uh, something to to remember as far as in the equipping part, as far as screen time, as far as uh, screen-free zones, is to give your give your kids and students a say in what this looks like. Don't just—I'm not telling you how to parent by any means, but <laughs> don't just when they come home from school today be like, "All right, nope, you can't have your cell phone in the living room." <laughs> like. Sit down and have a conversation like, hey, I've been really thinking about this. What would it look like for none of us to have our screens just start with one night a week in the living room? What would it look like if we like, just said, hey, we're going to have a screen-free night. We're going to fast from our screens on Thursday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. And 10 p.m. is probably Bedtime for a school aged child, and uh, what and, and get get their input. Let them have a little bit of say in it. Uh, same goes for how many hour, how many hours do you think? Because I'll tell you this, I promise you that your child, and my children, were extremely surprised when I asked them how many hours of screen time they think they have in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, a couple hours. No, it's like nine.
0: I'm surprised by yeah. that. When I've looked at my screen time, sometimes like it's a wake up call. I mean, right? And yeah. so,
2: and so, making them aware of that, and also having letting them have a little bit of input in, hey, we're going to try this, maybe the screen time thing, and how many hours do you think you should have? And I think you'll find that your students uh, and kids appreciate that. Um, they will, more than they realize, appreciate not having a screen in their hands all the time. Uh, they'll love having a face-to-face conversation or playing a game or, or, or whatever. Um, but be gracious in, in how you do that. Uh, we, we want them to have a little bit of say in that.
1: Well, that's um, part of the teaching and the trusting and the, you know, like that's part of helping them navigate making decisions.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and modeling because mm-hmm. as parents, it's
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I mean, mean it's, it's not
0: good for me to spend so much time on <laughs> my well, screen. I th- yeah, I think about the fact that
1: like parents have always had distractions, like, right. long before there were cell phones, there were dads who spent too much time playing golf, or moms who spent mm-hmm. too much time reading, or playing bridge, or sewing, or you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just the new. It's just the new thing, and sort of along the lines of something we talked about a, a few weeks ago in our parent meeting was if when you talk about learning how to put the controls or learning how to figure out screen time, and because like you said, there are so many tools where we can con- control content, control time, those kinds of things. Like if your child had a life-threatening illness or a life-threatening allergy, you would do the research you had to do to make sure your child was safe. For sure. And we need to do the same kinds of things related to technology for our kids as well. All right. Um, Just, and there's lots of ways that we can do that. Lots of resources available.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Be sure to communicate with your kids about stuff. Like, don't just, hey, surprise. You're, um," you know, our small group. I'm in the Danny and Jackie Jackie Heichelbeck small group. And so one night I told them, and this was like within the last six months, I told them about screen time. Many of them have teenagers. They had never heard about screen time. Mm. And so I said, Let's let's do something fun. And they were like, Okay, and we're sitting there, you know. And I said, Everybody turn your kids time off now. (laughs) And they did that and within less than thirty seconds, every kid came to the to the balcony. They've Uh got a balcony in their home. And they all came to the balcony. Where is my time? Like, (sighs) you know, and I was like, They're all sitting up there in a bedroom together looking at their, like, they're not even talking to each other. Right. Um, so that was that was pretty fun. And uh, since then, I don't know how much those kids still like me or not. But, uh, <laughs> uh, also set expectations. You know, th- there, there's there's chores to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get a chore done, if you want to get the trash take, taken out, turn their screen time off. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's coming from, uh, uh, you know, I have done that with my kids before. Like, hey, we've asked you to take the trash out. And you know we're guilty of getting caught up in our phones too yeah uh so it's not it's not only them, and they'll get called up and realize that they've been scrolling for thirty minutes since we asked them to mm-hmm. take the trash out, and sometimes it takes that little digital you know if they, it's so so monumental that we can also use it too yeah. and 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 use it to um the advantages that it provides so yeah it's uh it's uh, I told the people in our breakout, it's not doom and gloom. Like these are some great devices. Yeah. We just have to know how to use them. Uh we ha we also need to make ourselves aware of the dangers that they provide. Yeah. There are literally I mean uh there's child predators that are on TikTok and that's what they do. Yeah. They look for, you know, people that are on TikTok and and so we just have to be careful with what we do and what we look at and be aware um, I think it's our, our job as parents to, to do that, uh, mm-hmm. to, to be aware of what our kids are looking at and to every now and then to go pick up their phone and say, Hey, you know, I'm I'm fixing to look at your phone and see what's going on. And then we're not infringing on their privacy by doing that. Yeah. So,
1: well, and because I love you and because I want to protect you, yes, I'll keep you from harm as much as I can, you know, like not, not angry, right? you know, but because you matter.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Good. Yeah. Yep.
1: I love it. Well, thanks That's for good. sharing, yeah. tray, and doing that research. And I feel like the youth pastor um, automatically gets the task of staying on top of the digital <laughs> things and helping out the parents. So we appreciate you cool. being in the fight for us and with sure. us, and, and all those things. Yeah. So
0: it's good. here. It's here to stay. We yeah. might as well it learn is. how to live with it and mm-hmm. to use it to God's glory. So for sure. All right. Well, listeners, I hope you know that God's grace is sufficient for you.